Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast with love and life coach Dale Lawrence, helping you detox from toxic relationships. Oh, yeah. First Sunday flavor. And this by far has got to be the best podcast on the planet. I am your host, the love and life coach, Dale Lawrence, and next to me is my purpose partner, the People's Bishop. The People's Bishop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All day, every day. Isn't that like swimwear? Bishop Kevin Foreman. It is June. We are halfway into the year of Jubilee, and it is my birthday month. It is. Don't play with it. You have have to be excited about this year. Man, listen. I am super excited about this year, especially the second half, because that first half, boy, that devil was, oh, he was on me. Wow. Wow. Isn't that something? It's something that the devil be on you? Uh, yeah, because he only attacks he only attacks what's about to advance. Let's get this podcast started right. <laughs> <laughs> he only attacks what's about to advance. So if you weren't headed anywhere, then you wouldn't be a target. The reason that you're a target is because you're headed somewhere. Come on, Just Bishop. Yes, that's simple. In fact, an attack is proof that, one, there's value. I've never seen a bank robber rob a broke bank. This is true. So whenever a person finds himself under attack, that's what the Bible says, uh, rejoice in those types of things. Why? Because it's proof that something amazing is about to manifest. What if all of the hell from the first half was to prepare you for the joy of the second half? Well, let's get ready. Joy of the second half. I receive it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I receive it. Shout out to everybody that has been listening to the Soul Ties podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And we have to give this shameless plug. The Detox album is streaming now. On all streaming platforms. So that means nine times out of ten, whatever you're listening to right now, you can also find the Detox album, Dale Lawrence Detox, phenomenal spoken word album, my first one ever. Bishop, what are your thoughts about the Detox album? It was incredible. Listen, I started listening and got maybe three minutes in. Every time I got to something that there was this groundbreaking, I stopped and said, I'm calling you because that line was an incredible line. Man. So to me, it, you know, it was absolutely amazing. You did an amazing job. It, that, y'all, you really got to go get it. It was a really amazing project. Yes. And it's yes. not that long, the whole thing from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah, 23 minutes. 23 minutes it is. And listen, I, we want you to not only get it yourself, but share it, stream it, because when, in the words of the great Bishop Kevin Foreman, when you share, finish it out, Bishop. Come on, people get saved. People get <laughs> saved. Come on, baby. Listen, I love it's it. so true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I, listen, today's topic is why can't he commit? 
Why? Why can't he commit? Listen, one of my beloved, one of my beloved soldiers hit me up and said, when a woman gives a man everything he wants, when she loves him, supports him, there's some issues that's going on with brothers that we need to attack. One of the issues is commitment. He can't fully commit adultery, cheating, infidelity, the whole nine. Number two, the the blatant disrespect publicly to where, I mean, hey, you got, you, you y'all are out, great evening, but your man just can't stop looking at the other women. As a matter of fact, looking, looking in a way where he just basically want to leave you and go to mm. that other woman. <laughs> I mean, just the outright disrespect of it. And not only that, not only that, what does a good woman do when that man is being abusive verbally, emotionally, physically? Such a good woman, but yet the man treats her like trash. We got to we got to unpack all three of these things. Let's start with the first one, Bishop. Why is it so hard for men when they got a good woman, got a good thing, it isn't enough, they can't commit? Great question. So that's the, the answer is who knows? And I know nobody wants to hear that answer because everybody wants to think that there's always an answer. The truth is sometimes the answer is that there is no clear and concise answer as it relates to one particular individual. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the answer is that, you know, as it relates to one particular man that may be different for another man. Mm-hmm. Maybe one man won't commit because he's got commitment issues. He just doesn't, he just doesn't like the concept of committing. But the reason for that, it could come from a place of, you know, a, a sense of insecurity. It could come from a place of a sense of not wanting to feel like they're missing out on something else. What drives a lack of commitment is always going to be different. Here's the point, though. Regardless of what drives it, it's not your responsibility to change it. I'm going to back it up and say it. Again. Yeah, yeah, do that. Regardless of what drives it, it is not your responsibility to change it. Sometimes people, well, if I do this, if I do this, he'll commit. If I do this, he'll commit. If I do this, he'll commit. The truth is, people who are committed to non-commitment are not going to commit because you think you're committable. <laughs> now, you got to slow that down for the slow people Let's in the back. back. There you go. <laughs> people who are committed to non-commitment are not going to commit because you think you're committable. Mm. There's nothing you can do that's going to alter that person's behavior right. if they're committed to non-commitment. Now, that's very different. That's a very different issue than there are roadblocks and red flags on a man's part that are creating um, this man not committing and not locking in. Okay. For example, if you cheated and you said, well, he won't commit. Well, you've given him reason not to commit. That's a valid reason to say, hey, I don't know if I want to lock down with you because you're a cheater. Mm. 
if you have baby daddy drama, that is a reasonable because a man has to say, do I want this drama the rest of my life? Yeah. Yeah. That's reasonable. That's very different than why well, won't you could I, I don't know. I'm just not ready. Okay. What you're not going to do is hold up my journey waiting on you to get ready. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing you could do is put your life on hold waiting on somebody else to decide whether or not they want to be in your life. You know, one of the most powerful things I learned, and this is not just relationships, this is life, is there's one thing I'm sure about that I don't want anybody around me that's not sure they want to be there. Yeah, yeah, I, and I agree. I absolutely agree. Because that, uh, <clears throat> that uncertainty will kill you. That mm. uncertainty will frustrate you. That wow. uncertainty will make you want to give up. That uncertainty will make that uncertainty will have you think you're crazy when it's them. Mm. I believe that. You'll think, what's wrong What's wrong with me? Nothing. It, 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 what's wrong is that if a person's not certain they want you in their life, they're going to always treat you like they're not certain. Yeah. So two different issues, and I think everybody's got to be clear. What's the real issue? Because often we solve people solve the wrong problems. Right. A woman may say, he won't commit. Well, but, but what is the real issue? Is it that he won't commit, which means he's committed to non-commitment? Was the issue that there's an issue that's preventing commitment? Uh -huh. There's something that's a valid, reasonable scenario that is stopping that commitment. Two mm. very different issues. Two very mm. different solutions. Mm, mm, mm. That's good. You know, uh, if I would add my little two cents in, and I believe that some of the reasons why men do not commit is number one because they're selfish. Uh, you know, want their cake, eat it too. Like, like you said earlier, uh, may not have a desire to commit. It may not be in them, uh, to actually commit and, and be, you know, totally belonging, uh, to one individual. And, and, and I agree with you, man. Once you discover that, once you figure that out, uh, and, and if though, and it's not compatible with your purpose and your vision for the relationship, Get to stepping. Correct. Get to stepping. Like, you you know, you don't have to stay in it. You don't have right. to stay in it. And then Ooh. and then moving on to that second one, uh, you know, when the, the, the public disrespect. How do you deal with public disrespect? With a public exit. <clears throat> ah! Oh, that's so good. What a public exit. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. <clears throat> you know, it, especially in the ecstasy stage of getting to know someone, you can overlook what should not be looked over. Mm. And what happens, and disrespect is one of those things. Um, if you're with somebody and they're constantly looking at everybody else that passes by, and all you do disrespect is, and watch what they're looking at. If it's a cute, if it's with a dude, he's looking at a you know cute, attractive woman, whatever, and that becomes a pattern. Now, one thing could just be he's paying attention to his surroundings. Someone like me, I have to pay attention to my surroundings due to you know legit safety. Sure, you know, sure, yeah. I mean, you know, so if I'm looking around, I'm looking around at everybody and everything. Yeah, yeah. But that's very different than every you know he's got his type, and everyone that comes by, he's looking. Right. What that tells you is that there's no, you ready? Discretion. No discretion. And if there's, because discretion would say, even, and listen, not that it's right, right? But again, people like looking at attractive things. So 
different people have different views on that. Yeah. Um, you can't say one is not necessarily seeing or not. I mean, you know, just looking. However, however, um, if a person doesn't have the discretion to say, even if I'm attracted, I'm not going to look with my girlfriend with me. <laughs> I'm not going to look with who I'm interested in with. I'm not right. going to look in. Right. Um, because I think sometimes people have this thing where you shouldn't look at all. I should be all you want to look at. That's unrealistic. Mm. Because we live in a culture where Instagram and YouTube and all that, it's very visual culture. We're always looking. Yeah. Now, but but looking with lust, that's a different thing. Right. It, 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 it's, looking with lust. Go ahead. Yeah, it's the motive. It's the heart Correct. that's behind it. Yeah. Correct. Because when you're looking with lust, you're going to stop, turn your whole head, and you're going to immediately go, <laughs> you know, yeah. I tell you what, look. I so like blank, whatever the blank is. Uh-huh. You so look blank, whatever the blank is. And if you do that publicly and in front of who you're with, ma'am, that, that's a man that's going to lie. That's a man that's going to cheat. That's a man that's going to beat. Mm. That's a man that's going to do you dirty. Period. Why? Because he didn't respect you enough to have discretion to say, I'm not looking in front of her. Man, that's even if I'm looking, and this works both ways because there are some women that will do that. Oh, don't worry about it, baby. I look, I, you the one I'm with. Yeah. No, yeah, but you shouldn't have turned your hand in front of me. Go get him. Mm, I know that's right. I know you that's learn right. how to look and not turn your head. Come on now, come Whatever, on now. You know, because I just think it's unrealistic. Really. You should look at anybody attractive, you should look at other people. That's unrealistic because they're going to do it without you. But however, don't disrespect me. That's it. it. In such a public, pervasive way. Let's so t- let's disrespect. T- yes, it is. And I absolutely agree with you. Let's take it to this scenario for you, Bishop. Let's say yes, you were out on a date with a young lady. Sure. She sees a guy. Okay. She knows the guy. They talk, okay. but she never introduces you. Or or does the guy nor does the guy acknowledge you? What does that say to you? You know what? In my context, it could say two things that are very opposite things. One, I didn't want to introduce because I know you, I'm a private person. I like I, while I am public and I live my life in public eye. Um, I'm just generally private, um, you know, uh, and so. You know, there's some people who post everything. They post, they get a new watch, they get a new pair of shoes, they get a new car. You know, I'm not that type of person. Um, I don't. You know, whenever you make something public, you make it a you make it a target. So there's a revelation there for somebody listening because the reason your relationship keeps getting attacked is because you make it public before it's permanent. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. So. So whenever you make something public before it's permanent, you make it a target. So, you know, whenever you make something public, it attracts warfare. So I'm just not generally that way. So one extreme could be that she says, well, I just didn't know if you wanted to, you know, if you really, if you, you know, wanted to, you know, do that or go that whole route or what have you, or I know you're private. I would respect that. Um, You know, I would respect that. The other extreme to that, is if, if I've made it clear, I don't care, go ahead, you know, wherever we are, you know, inter- you know, whatever, introduce the whole nine. And then that happens. That says to me, what don't you want me to know? Wow. So the moment we walk away, because you said, what would I do? The moment we walk away, my question is, so now, what's that? What is that? <laughs> right, right. What's going on with that? 
Right. I noticed you didn't introduce me, and I said it was completely fine. Uh, and depending on where it's at, I may be the type to introduce myself. Mm. You know, now, listen, you asked me, so all yeah, the yeah, of course, of course. This, the podcast is good care of this. I have a, a PhD in petty, so <laughs> depending on the way that conversation is going, I might say, "Look, I may son him." Hey, son, how are you? I'm Bishop Foreman. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. I might do that. Right, it just right. Depends you on might the way do that it. Of course, I, of uh, course. You know, or, 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 or depending on the context, this, I'm Doctor Foreman. What can I do for you? Who are you? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it just depends. Generally speaking, generally speaking, and I say that it, with jovial, but also, you know, it just depends on the scenario. Um, because I do think um, that every person in relationship, while you don't want a possessive partner, you should want a territorial one. What is territorial? It just says, hey, if this is our situation, our thing, let's protect what's in our garden. See, you know why Adam lost the Garden of Eden and the Lord, the Bible says that the, Bible, the Lord put him out of the garden and put two cherubim. Um, that with flaming swords to keep her from getting in it. Mm-hmm. We don't know why, because Adam didn't protect his garden, so he lost his garden. Mm. So when it comes to your relationship, if you don't protect it, you'll be put out of it. You lose it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And let's hit this last one, man. Abuse in any arena, physical, verbal, or emotional abuse. Uh, what do you? So let's 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 kind of jump and start here. What do you say to people that tolerate abuse? What's what, what's Every, to say I, about those people? You know what I, I say this. Um, I I say that everybody has different reasons, different motives that are that are fueling their behavior. That's not cut and dry. I lived in a household with an amazing mother, strongest woman I know, who unfortunately for some years was in a was in a physically abusive relationship. Um. And my stepfather was Ike Turner. One of the reasons I love the movie, What's Love Got to Do with It, because in many ways, we lived that life. That man was Ike Turner. Wow. He was a druggie. He was a womanizer. He was all that. Yeah. I watched that scene where he beats her and drags her into the room. I watched my mother be choked. I wow. watched my mother be slapped. I yeah. watched her be punched. I watched her be called out of her name. I watched her be hit. Right. Um, and one would ask, why did she stay in that? And the truth is, everybody has something different that goes at. So somebody might say, I wouldn't stay in that. I wouldn't stay in that. Yeah, it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback when you never played a game. That's right. It's easy to say, well, you shouldn't do that. You got low self-esteem. You got this. Yeah, it's really easy to say those things when you're not bidding in it. Because my mother's the strongest woman I know. And she's not just a survivor. She's a, she's thrived. And in fact, I'll be honest with you. When Tina Turner passed away, I watched what stuff got to do with it. You know, just as an homage, right? And as I was watching that scene, I began to tear up because I thought about my mother. And, and what I teared up about was that how does she survive all of that? And she's still loving today. Mm, that's good. It's quiet in this possible. Yeah, that's good. How does she not turn into a bitter black woman, a mad woman who hates everybody as a man eater, you know, that tears men down. Right. And, and, and thinks men, men ain't this, men ain't that, men ain't beef, men ain't beef. How did she not turn into that? Wow. I said, only God could have gotten my mother through that and got her out with her heart intact. That's a whole word I could shout. Man. Because a lot of people get out of stuff, but they don't get out with their heart intact. Man, look, you right about that. 
straight wisdom. But why do people stay in that? Who knows? Everybody's different. The key is that when physical abuse or verbal abuse comes in, there's only one answer, and that's an exit. You can't reform an abuser, and you're not going to make an abuser stop abusing you because they've already crossed the line. I agree. I agree, man. Great wisdom. Listen, y'all, June, birthday month. Holla at me on all social yes, media, all social media. I'm welcoming all birthday shout outs. Don't play with it. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all know how I go down each and every month. First Sunday of the month. Listen, commitment is only as good as you are willing to commit to yourself and exit when you are not treated properly. Thank y'all for listening, and we will see you next time. In the meantime, I will still be the love and life coach. That will still be the people's bishop, and we love you. God bless, and we'll see you on the next edition of the Soul Ties Podcast. Thank you for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties, S O U L T I E S, to 888 756 8681.